So instead, I want to move back and remind myself that we're for each other. That, that the resistance is there typically because of some misunderstanding, you know? Mm-hmm. And that misunderstanding to me is the kid thinks I'm against them, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than I'm for them. Welcome to the Art of Raising Humans. Hello and welcome to episode 13 of the Art of Raising Humans podcast. I'm Kyle Wester. I'm Sarah. And today, what we wanted to focus on is a topic that many families come to us for help that really causes a lot of conflict, and that is power struggles. And Sarah and I were actually kind of laughing before we did this because um, I kind of wrote this content and was kind of thinking about, man, I see so many families that are, this is the core issue between siblings is power struggles, between the parents and the kids is the power struggles, especially amongst teenagers, a lot of power struggles there. And so as I was writing this and I'm wanting Sarah's input on on this because I want to hear how she deals with those. And I thought, wait, you actually don't really get in any power struggles. And so um, she said, man, this can be a short short episode because Sarah's policy on on power struggles is what? Don't. <laughs> Just don't get in them, right? Just don't get in. I, I don't know how you do that because um, that is not how I live my life. I very much do get in power struggles for sure. And I think it's really common in families. But I'd love to hear, you know, how, how do you do that? How do you stay away from, from getting in power struggles? Because you, know, you see them like all the time. I mean, uh, man, I, I'm trying to think of how... How many, like, I remember times with, with Brennan where I've asked him to do something and then he tends to like slow down if I start getting intense and then I'm wanting him to speed up, which is like the exact opposite of what he's doing. And so him and I would get in these back and forth where I would just keep getting more and more upset. Um, I, I think of other times when I have a, I have a checklist I want to get done and, and I'm just wanting them done a certain way. I'm wanting them done right now. And the, the power struggle of the kids wanting to do other things. And, and I see this across families and I'm sure families, uh, parents, if you're listening, you know, power struggles are a real common deal. So Yeah, yeah. So I want to jump in and say, yes, first off, let's establish the fact that power struggles are normal Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily, um, it's not like it's always a bad thing. It's Mm -hmm. a normal part of development. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You see a big, those terrible twos, threes, four year olds where they're individuating. They've been this baby who is completely relying on you and now they're able to walk, talk. They have more opinions. They can express these opinions. And so for them to... We're, I mean, in reality, we're asking them to always go our way yeah. or often go our yeah. way. Yeah. And so just think about your own life. Would you appreciate having someone where you needed to often conform to whatever it was they yeah. wanted? They told you bedtime. They told yeah. you food. They told you your schedule. They told you what you're going to wear. And, yeah. you know, though, even sometimes when you're going to go to the bathroom. Exactly. But then, yeah. And then you see that kind of calm down. And then it it comes back during those teen years. Yeah. And we want them to do that, yes. right? We need teenagers who are going through that rough stage of separating because they're about to be adults and they're going to go out into the light, into their life, and they have to be an individual. We mm-hmm. we don't want them, you know. There's always that joke of your kids living in your basement yes. and eating yeah. your, you know, yeah. and. It's not so, a joke for a lot of families. Right. <laughs> so I know. You know, but no, there is that fear. Parents will say, that. I don't want the kid living in my basement. So on one hand, yeah. we right, we want to push them out, go be grown up and yeah. take everything. But then we also, we want control. Yeah. And so this there's this struggle, honestly, on this both tension. sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
uh, of them doing this natural developmental stage of separating. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we really want that. And sometimes we're like, no, 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 not right now. Yeah, I don't want yeah. you separating right now. I'm going to tell you. Only do what when to I'm do. ready. Yeah. Right. And and that's a hard place yeah. to be in because I get it as adults, right? As the parent, we're thinking, okay, I need to step in here. Uh -huh. You There's some guidance and yeah. I know you don't like it, but I need to provide these boundaries for you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and so that's normal. And there's other times we need to let go. And sometimes it's a little scary. And so it's a real struggle. Yeah. That's all if, very, very normal sibling conflict. Yeah. That power struggle be between siblings, they're practicing that skill mm -hmm. because they're going to have it with their future relationships. They're going to have it with coworkers. They're going to have it with bosses. Power struggles follow us through life and we want to get really good at them. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to, and there's, we don't want to just engage a power struggle. Mm -hmm. So we want to be able to do conflict resolution, which is a whole yes. other topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right now we're talking about power struggles. Yeah. So, well, I, I even think the power struggle starts, Sarah. You went back to, to early ages. How we approach conflict, how we approach the power struggle starts, I think, at about age two when the kid can say, no, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and it seems like how I deal with the no ends up defining the dance that I'm going to get in with my kids all the way into the teenage years. So that's why it is really exciting when families come to us with really little kids like that and they're saying, how could how could we do this differently with the no? Because typically, as soon as you hear the no... It's like, what? <laughs> what? You're thinking for yourself now? Oh, okay. And it becomes, and so some parents are great at going, oh yeah, I expect the no. Like you, you're, you're proposing this idea that the no is good. The ability for the kid to say no is a part of normal development. If the kid never says no, I would be concerned. You know, mm -hmm. I'd, I'd want the kid to have other thoughts than me. Mm -hmm. You know, even as uncomfortable as that is for me. You know, because sometimes, like I'm saying, typically it's when I'm rushing and I'm not, no is just so, it's so, um, it, it's blocking my, my path. I'm wanting to go somewhere and them saying no now stops me from getting there. And yeah. that's typically how the power struggle starts. And so I want to be really intentional how I do that dance early to then help myself get skilled to know how to approach it in the teenage years, mm -hmm. you know? And if you're already in the teenage years, it's not too late. And no, it's not. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You can always change that dance of yeah. power struggles. And I, I think one thing I, I just try to be aware when I feel that power struggle mm -hmm. occurring. And my first thought is just step back from mm -hmm. it. There's a moment I step into the power struggle. Mm -hmm. What's it's going to grow mm -hmm. and we're going to, you know, be hitting heads a yep. lot more. Yep. So if I can, my first step is myself, my awareness of, Ooh, I feel a power struggle yep. happening yep. here. Yep. This is not an emergency. Yeah. Step back from it. Because if I model to my child, just the stepping back from the power yep. struggle, acknowledging it, then it already starts to diffuse. How do how do you feel that? Like, how do you feel the power struggle? How do you know it's happening? I feel the tension building okay. in the discussion. Okay. Or I feel the resistance yeah. Is yeah. to something. That's, Sometimes yeah. I think, I'm just asking you to go clean your room. I'm just asking you. What's the big deal? Just go clean it. It just needs to be done now. How, how is this even negotiable? Yes, yes. It just needs to be yes. done. It's obvious. And, and you feel that pushback. And that's the first, there's a difference between just, uh, oh, mom, why do I need to do that? Yeah, yeah. Or, or that pushback that sometimes you can feel. Yeah. What, what is yeah. this? Like, Their what? voice sounds a little different. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't, I'm opposed there's to you. There's this resistance. Yeah. I, I think that that's the thing that I, I think is, I'm, 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 we're against each other right now. Uh -huh. Like you're asking a request and then you feel from the kid, we're against each other, you know? Yeah. Or, or maybe you say something like, 
I, I think it even happens sometimes in marriage quite a bit, you know. Um, but but I'm, I'm I'm thinking. I guess my first thought was about technology quite a bit with kids. You know, mm-hmm. it may happen of just like, hey, let's put down the phone, or hey, let's do, and then why, you know, or I don't want to, or mm-hmm. give me just five more minutes, and then like, yo, oh, whoa, the ten, it's already happening. You know, the, mm-hmm. even that tone of I just want five more minutes. It's it's as if like they aren't choosing. It's like they're, they're saying you're going to need to use your power to make this stop. And so what you're yeah. suggesting, when I feel that tension, when I feel the resistance happening, I, I think the thing we need to be careful of is using resistance to negate their resistance, right? Mm-hmm. And because what you start doing is you start teaching the kids to resist you because you're showing them when someone resists you, just get bigger and resist them bigger until you overpower them. I and mean, that, that's the real problem with the dance is if I get into a dance of overpowering my kids, albeit there are times you can do it. And all times, like, there may be times for safety, I feel like I need to, right? But that needs to be few and far between, because it's not a sustainable dance. All it's going to do is hurt the relationship. So, so the, the, the word I wrote down here that I learned early on working with drug and alcohol clients, so, so people who had to come see me um, to do groups because they're court-ordered, is you learn to flow with the resistance. So instead of meeting resistance with resistance, because these people will be very upset, they think doing meth or cocaine or whatever, these big things, were no big deal, and the, the, you know, they're making a big deal of nothing, is instead of like saying, no, it is a big deal, and trying to make them think that, mm-hmm. is you just learn to flow with it. You know? And that sounds kind of like what you're saying, is if you take a step back, and, and you can say it's not an emergency then I don't need to get caught up in that power struggle with the kid. Yeah. And and not step back and just stay there and, oh, you want to play? So we'll just yeah. let you. Yeah. It's good, a good step back to make sure I'm in a calm place. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. not in meeting their resistance with resistance. Yeah. I'm yeah. not engaging in the power struggle. Yeah. If I take a step back, breathe, and sort of think about how I'm going to yeah. reapproach. Yeah. So if they're on there for a few more minutes while I'm doing that, that's going to be better. Yeah. Even if I have to let it go for a while and circle back to a conversation Great. when we're both in a better yeah, place, a yeah. that's yeah. going to be better than engaging this, yeah. building up all this energy yeah. around this thing yeah. that then when I, I'm going to have to repair that later to get yep. any change to yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long-term change. Yeah, yeah. You might have changed it in that moment, but it's not going to change it. You're going to have to do this tomorrow too. Yeah. yeah that's the problem with the power struggles. I found it, when I got into it, even if it worked, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, quote unquote, worked. It's only working then, and I'm going to need to do it again the next day. And typically, it ends up you got to increase the power more and more yeah. and more. Typically, that's going to involve some fear, some shame, some yelling, some you know all that stuff. Yeah. So the statement I say, you, you said it's not an emergency. I've used that one too. I also like just, I'm for them. You know, We're not against each other. So, so I think the tension for me, I start to go, whoa, you think you're against me? Well, I will definitely win that. And I slip into that. And so I start turning against the kid. And I especially like with teenagers. I can even feel it sometimes when I'm working with a teenager and there's a power struggle. Maybe I'm trying to delve into something deeper with a kid and the kid's resisting that somewhat. And I think, oh, I need to up. I need to up the energy. Mm-hmm. No. To up the pressure. Yeah, I need to up the pressure. Because this is really yes. important. Yeah, we need to, Well, I only got 20 more minutes with you. <laughs> Let's up the pressure. Mm-hmm. But I find kids don't respond well to that. And once again, even if a kid did eventually didn't have that discussion, I don't know what I achieved. Right? Mm-hmm. The kid just said, oh, I think the kid just ends up doing, they're redoing a dance with me they've done with their parents. Right? Yeah. So instead, I want to move back and remind myself that we're for each other. That, that the resistance is there typically because of some misunderstanding, you know? And that misunderstanding to me is the kid thinks I'm against them, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than I'm for them. Mm-hmm.
this resistance can be real quick. I just had the thought. The resistance can look different. So power struggles can be all out yelling matches mm -hmm. or it can also be this quiet resistance. Yeah. So even yeah. the kid who's like, yes, yes, yes. And then go off yeah. and they don't that's do good. it. Yeah. There's still, that's still an element of a power struggle there. And just kids and relationships, we all handle them differently. Mm -hmm. But, um, but this is speaking to both of that. And yeah. those, some may be easier, more obvious to see than others, but just stop for a moment take a minute to think where do i have power struggles with my kids because yep, yep. we all do it's it's really normal yeah. you know and where am i engaging that power struggle i also thought i wrote this down is i also want to redefine defiance i think that's a lot of times what mm -hmm. causes the power struggle is we see the no or like you said even what i might call slow balling it you know just really taking forever to mm -hmm. do something as an act of defiance and the problem with that thinking is it, it by nature is the kid is defying what? Well, typically it's me and I'm going to take it personal. And if I take it personal, I'm going to start trying to overwhelm that defiance, right? So I, I find this more helpful if I just consider changing that thought from defiance to just a lack of understanding. You know, there's just a misunderstanding here. You know, mm -hmm. I think if we both understood each other, I think that would draw us closer together, connect us better, and then I think there'd be better cooperation. And I'd say 95% of the time, that has been the case, where it's just mm -hmm. the, the, the kid misunderstood what I was asking, or the kid assumed something, and, or, and what, or even there has been a dance we've done in the past. I hear that a lot from parents who are trying to change the power struggle, is they'll be like, I, I've tried to, to pull back and do what you guys are saying, and, but then the kid continues the power struggle. And I say, because that's the dance. Yeah. The, the kid doesn't believe that you're changing the dance. The kid thinks, oh, you're just taking a break from the I've dance. I've been here before. That's right. You've tried to change before and it worked for like a two or three days and then you came back to the dance. Well, it's just, it's what they're used to doing. Yeah. yeah. So we default to what we're used to doing. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so you're changing it, but it's going to take them a while exactly. before yeah, they point. learn yeah. a new way of doing things. Mm -hmm. And generally we've sent the message that we're against each other, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You're trying to control my free time. You're mm -hmm. trying, you know, I don't think this game is a big deal, but you do. It's your agenda mm -hmm. and you're controlling me and... People don't generally want to be yeah. controlled, so they don't see you as, like you said, for them. Yeah. So just like you said, there's a misunderstanding. Yes. Yeah. It comes to they're believing I'm, you know, whatever. I'm trying to control yeah. their free time or yeah. Yeah. Um, if they don't I'm trying have... to take the screen away. I'm trying to make them do something. I think that's kind of the yeah. thinking is, and even parents will think that. I've got to make them do that. So, yeah. so I was thinking even that's something I'd really want parents to move away from that you and I purposely have, you know, been disciplined and not saying, you know, how are we going to make Abby do that? Or how are we going to make inherent in that is a power struggle. You know, yeah. I'm already starting at it from a viewpoint. The kid isn't going to do it unless we somehow make them do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I want to move it from making somebody to just cooperating with each other. Mm -hmm. You know, and so 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 the, the symbol I, I like to use a lot in practice, Sarah, is just and I, anybody who's listening can do this. Is if you have your hands and close both your hands really tight, when you do that, I mean, it's it's just I mean, it feels a little bit strong, but it's tiring. It's very tiring to hold your hands tight. I'm doing it right now and it's like squeezing my muscles. But when I release my hands and I hold them open, you know, this is what almost all kids that we talk to want. They actually want this approach where your hands are open. There's no power struggle in the open hands. You know, it's really like when you have open hands, then the kid can actually grab your hand and you can co-create. You can cooperate, you know. But if my hands are closed, all we can do is fight. 
<laughs> you know, even if we wanted to hold hands, even if the kid had an open hand, the kid would have to like grab my, my fist, you know, and it'd be very hard for us to do it together. It's always me forcing you to do it. Mm -hmm. And, it, but, but I'm wanting the kid to do it on their own, but how could they? Because I've already created this power struggle where I need to make you do it. Sometimes we approach them from that, from that place of, I'm going to have to make them. Mm -hmm. And I'm mm -hmm. a, you've, started the power struggle before you even brought up the topic. Yes. And the kid can feel that. I think yes. I, I, I can feel that, you know, like I, I think you could feel it as an adult. If I came, I got to make Sarah think this about that, or mm -hmm. I, I got to make Sarah get this done. I'm going to have an energy about me mm -hmm. that you're instinctually going to feel. And it would take some effort on your part not to get into that power struggle with me. And we're both grown adults with master's degrees in counseling. So it must be really difficult for kids, especially teenagers, like you said, who, who are trying to become healthy, They're independent. They're wired to naturally yes, do this Yes, right to now. think for themselves and say, mm -hmm. no, I don't want to do it that way. Even if what the teens are saying is stupid. <laughs> it might not even be the best yeah. thing. But they've got to figure that out, you know? And, and if I want to do the teenage years hand in hand with them, I've got to intentionally come to them with my hands open. Mm -hmm. I've got to make that a new habit this year. Well, and I think just take a moment to think inside of yourself. If someone is approaching me to make me do something mm -hmm. or if someone's approaching me who I believe doesn't matter what they think. If I believe this person is for me mm -hmm. and coming alongside me for my benefit for yeah. this thing, even yeah. if I don't like it, even yeah. if they're asking me to do something, I am much more likely to go along with it because I really believe this person loves me and is wanting something really great for me. Yeah. Yeah. And even if I don't entirely yeah. understand it, I'm much more likely not yes. to say they'll just, oh, it will do exactly. whatever. Yeah. You're just much more likely versus this person who you think you're just trying to control me. You're just out for whatever your agenda is. Yeah. You're entering into this with a power struggle already. Yep. I... You know, you just start out resistant. Yeah, yeah. Well, then as soon as they say no, it just confirms, you know? So instead yeah. of no, I, I, I guess, you know, we'll get in this later, but I was thinking about last, last episode we did was about growth mindset and this idea of as soon as I see hear no, and I believe that's defiance, it's just a fixed mindset. You know, I believe no couldn't be anything else other than them defying me. It mm -hmm. couldn't be them individuating. It couldn't be them saying, I just want something different. Mm -hmm. It couldn't be, I had other, other ideas on how to, there's, a hundred different things no could mean. But if I think no every time is them being against me, then you know what? No every time is going to be them being against you because you've already decided that. So I, I think I think just like if families could create a culture where cooperation is the goal, I'm not wanting instant obedience. I'm not wanting instant compliance. These kind of things, expecting our kids to be like dogs, and even with dogs, it creates power struggles. No, We've got yeah, about, yeah. is even yeah, really that. good dog trainers would say that's not a healthy thing. Did you say, as soon as I say it, you do it, right? That's not what raising humans is about, okay? So even you and I have moved away from words like obedience, like compliance, because inherent in our upbringing was you do what I say when I say it. There's no individual thinking about it. There's no conversation to be had. Mm -hmm. And I'd rather just move towards cooperation. And that looks to me like hand in hand, us grabbing together and going towards something. Yeah, so you don't walk into that power struggle. Mm -hmm. You take a step back, but then you do circle back around at a moment where you can create that. We are together for this. Mm -hmm. I 
care about you. This is blah, blah, blah about video games. If we yeah. do a lot of screen time, yeah. yep. you know, and, and but you have to be in a good place where there yep. is no power struggle so uh -huh. they can hear what you're saying. Yep. And you guys can create together. What is that going to look like in yeah. our house? Yeah. Yeah. For, for your well-being. Well, well, and and so I, well I think you're constantly saying things like that just become part of the family values. We are for each other. Mm. We're on the same team. Right. I mean, I, I, that's a big one. So many times these power struggles are like the parent comes in and it's like the siblings have a power struggle. And the parent throws flags or gives red cards. Yeah. And I'm it's on like, his team this right. time. The exactly. next time I might be. Yeah, on I'm on. Team. He's winning. So it's yeah. all about winning and losing. Yeah, you're the bad one. Whereas when we're on the same team, it isn't about winning and losing. It's about us being together. That a really good team is together. They're unified. So so creating that being the goal. The goal isn't for the kid to do what I say. It's for the kid to know we're on the same team. It's for mm. the kid to know I am for them. So so coming in with hands open and I am for you before I ever make the request. So when the kid says no, I don't see the no as the kid being against me. Mm -hmm. I see the no as just telling me something about the kid. So then I think that's interesting that they would say no. I wonder what the no is about. And then being curious about it, and immediately the power struggle is gone. You know, I mean, I'm thinking about even with those drug and alcohol clients that I had, if they were anti, you know, like we're doing a lesson on cocaine and how bad it seems like that's obvious that cocaine is very harmful, but they would be like, oh, I don't think it is. I didn't see this as them defining me. I saw this as them saying something about them and I didn't have to convince them. I just wanted to hear them out and help them. Out. And I felt by doing that with my open hands, they would be more likely to hear what I had to say about it. Mm. You know, but as long as I said, no, you have to, at best, they go, okay, you're right. You're right. Cocaine's bad. <laughs> and then they, they don't really believe it. They just said it to get me to shut up. And I see that with a lot of, from teenagers on down, a lot of kids just not wanting to get in the power struggle. And so they just agree with the parent. I, I remember even when you and I were first married, sometimes we would get in power struggles about certain ideas. And you would even say to me, if you just want me to say you're right, I'll just say you're right. And it was your way of saying, let's just get done with this power struggle. <laughs> Yeah, and and I, that's not what I wanted. I wanted a, a back and forth, but I was coming with such energy around it. It was like inevitably that really was what I was wanting you to do is just agree with me, you know. And we don't want kids who just agree with us. We want kids who, in the safety of the home with us, we can mentor, guide, disciple them towards understanding how they think, what they want to do in the world, how they want to present themselves to this world. You know, what impact they want to have. What is their purpose, their mission, their identity? I want to help them guide that in it. If we're always in these power struggles, the kid will think even my wisdom is against them. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want to have a new dance so they know I'm always for them. I think, too, this is a good time to mention in a quiet moment. You know, we talk about the art of raising humans and a lot of that work, I believe, is starts with us. Mm -hmm. it, it, we're still raising ourselves. We're still mm -hmm. developing. Mm -hmm. And we I think a lot of power struggles are entered into because the parent is worried about something. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. engage the power struggle because they're pretty sure if they don't make their kid do blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, then whatever catastrophic yes. event. They're going to become a failure. Yes, or they're gonna, they yeah, won't go. Yes. You know, they won't they're, have our job. They're going to become never... evil human. They'll get arrested someday. All right. those kind of fears. Will so, come so we need to you, take a step back and evaluate why was I drawn to this power mm, struggle? Yeah. What is feeding my energy in this mm -hmm. power struggle? Because mm -hmm. your kid may not know all the reasons why, but yes. kids pick up on a lot of they stuff. Do. They can definitely feel the energy of you entering into the yep. power struggle. Yep. Yep. And you need to self-evaluate what's going on there and you need to deal with that yeah. so that you can come back to that whatever whatever the item was that you were having that challenge over, you you need to deal with that inside of yourself so you can actually enter it with different energy. Otherwise, if you see yourself going into the same power struggle over and over again, 
there's yeah. probably still something there for you. Of course, some unfinished business. Yeah, yeah. something you need to you really need reflect to, upon. Yeah. yeah. Why do yeah. I keep falling into this one? It's there's really something good. there. It's really good. And at the core, it's typically going to be some kind of fear. Yeah. There. Yeah. Well, it's so great. So yeah, I know power struggles is such a huge deal. I hope this was helpful to people who are listening. I definitely would love to hear your comments on it. I, you know, this could be a great New Year's goal of just being more open-handed about these things, being more reflective, like Sarah was talking about, creating a culture in our home of cooperation where we are on the same team. All those would be fantastic goals to possibly try. But we'd love to hear your feedback. If you have more topics or questions you would like us to uh, to, to follow up with, feel free to send those our way. Um, you can definitely email us at um, uh, info at parentinglegacy.com. You can send e- emails there, and I can follow up with those, make those other podcast topics. Um, but we definitely would love for you to leave a five-star review. Definitely share this with friends. Get the word out about our podcast, because we really want to help parents be able to, to understand that this is an art form on how they're doing it, to move away from the fear and shame that it so involves parenting in our culture today. So thank you for listening. It's fantastic getting to do this with you. And uh, hope you have a great day. The Art of Raising Humans podcast should not be considered or used as counseling, but for educational purposes only. 